Hello, everybody. I am back with Anna, and she is coming on and giving her time to share her experience of the one-to-one coaching program, which I think is so generous and so fun because I know that I've been on the other side of, um, you know, is this for me or is this not? And I don't know. And I just think it's so helpful when people are so willing to come on and share their experience. So I'm so grateful for you, Anna. Tell everyone about you briefly and then we'll get into your experience and then at the end we're going to tell you how you can stay connected as well. Yeah totally so my name is Ana Lopez I am a sexological researcher and sex coach um, and I work with Latina women to have mind-blowing sex on demand and I am a time hacker and going to be in the time hacker coach program which is super exciting because as someone who does multiple things um Time, I feel like I always say time is the bane of my existence, but I should probably stop and get rid of that thought. <laughs> but anyhow, that is kind of what fueled me <laughs> to join one-on-one coaching. Um, so there's that. <laughs> yes. I mean, I definitely think we have to speak about the things that you have going on in your life because even I am impressed. So if you're open to it, will you share with everyone like the multitude of deliciousness that you have in your life that requires lots of different time yeah totally so at this moment in time um, this and I say that because this has looked different there are various forms of my life so this is the current form um I am a PhD student so I'm going full-time to get my PhD um I'm a full-time employee as well as running my business on my own and then of course I am one of 12 so I have like a huge family I'm also partnered um, and he is one of seven. So again, huge family and family is very huge for us. And in addition to being like a friend and a colleague and all of the things. All of the things. I'm becoming a time hacker coach. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because, you know, I needed something else to add to the agenda. (laughs) So I know for sure people are listening and they're like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, what? Like just completely flawed. So what would you say to anyone? Um, like why why are you able to do it? Yeah. Um, I I think there's like this huge like idea or like concept in society that like we have to do one thing and one thing only. And I don't believe that to be true. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to do all of the things at once. And this is kind of just how. I say that it kind of happened, right? Like I obviously don't have to work full time and run a business at the same time. It's something that I've actually, like I've actively chosen to do. And the same thing with my PhD program. Um, It's just like what I've decided, but I also believe like it's possible and obviously it's possible I'm doing it. (laughs) Um, And so it's really about, I've decided that like, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to figure out how to make it work. Like if I'm going to believe that anything is possible, then why can't it be possible and also an enjoyable experience? Like it doesn't have to be like super stressful and super like draining. Yes. Yes. So firstly, I just want everyone to take note of what Anna just said. She said, I've decided that this is what I'm going to do. And this is something I've been thinking about in the one-to-one time hackers coach program is I think so often we decide we're going to do something and then we kind of minimize 
ourselves based off of that. So we use it to push and shove ourselves instead of what it sounds like you did, which is decide you're going to do it. And then ask the question of, if I'm going to do this, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do think that looks like getting support. I don't think that looks like, you know, grinding by ourselves and trying to figure out everything ourselves. What would you say to that? Yeah, definitely. I think it, because we have like this idea that things have to look a certain way. So like the way that I show up my family is is different now than it would be if I wasn't doing all of these things, right? The way that I show up maybe to do my homework or, you know, things like that. Not that I, I'm not like failing classes or anything, but it's really about determining how am I going to show up in each of these ways And particularly like in my business, because I feel like that's the area where I have like the most flexibility and like, how am I going to show up? What does that look like? And what is most important to me? And so it's really about adjusting that. And I think we really, because, you know, we're human, we get set in our ways of like, this is how I'm supposed to show up as like a good friend or a good daughter or a good, you know, whatever, and not recognizing that it can change from time to time. I think that is so valuable. And I also think so often we do conflate with being a good daughter or a good friend with the time that we give to other people. Um, unless, like, if it's not time that creates good relationships, what do you think it is? Yeah, it's the quality of the time spent. I think um, for me, like, I do not spend a lot of time with my family. <laughs> like, I as someone that comes from like a huge family um I mean there are like I go to what I would consider like the important things like if there is an event happening like a birthday party or something that is something that I've committed to do and if I can't do it because I have an assignment or something then I'm not gonna go but I you know um celebrate in other ways like I make sure to send them a message right like depending on their age maybe it's a text right or I send them a video message like hey happy birthday or I always make sure that I send them gifts um from with my friends I'm check in on them on days that I know are important to them or checking in around things that are important to them so it's really just about constantly not even constantly but like regularly checking in and showing up for the things that I think are important to them because that is how I show up but that doesn't mean that like a majority of my friends are in California I'm not flying to California every single month to like hang out with them right right and I think it's so true I I think it's so true what you're saying about allowing the relationship to evolve and how we show up in that relationship to evolve like I've literally lived all over the world like I literally you know live in different countries to some of my closest friends um, and definitely different cities and have done since I was 18 and I think because of that I never kind of bought into the idea that the more time you spend with someone the closer you are I mean that's nice if you can and especially becoming a mom I've seen that even more I'm like oh like I'm so glad I don't combine those things otherwise I would have no friends right now that's that that's how you would describe it um and so I think it's really powerful what you said and another thing that you said that I just want everyone to hear is not just doing it but enjoying it yeah yeah I don't do things that I don't like (laughs) like like I don't and and okay I will take that back so there are things that I don't like that I will not do Mm -hmm. And there are things that I don't like 
but I do them anyway, but I like my reasons for them. So the example that I always give is we have this craft store in the United States called Hobby Lobby. I hate that store with a passion. I do not like it. I think they have really shitty values. Like I just do not support them whatsoever. My mom adores that store. Like she could live there. Like literally she just retired and contemplated getting a part-time job. This is how much she loves that store. And so she asks me to take her because I work from home. I live down the street from her. And so when she asks me if I'm not doing anything, I'll be like, sure, I'll take you. We walk around the store. I am involved in it. I'm not just walking around like super grumpy. Like I enjoy that when I go with her, I still don't support the store. I don't buy anything when I go in there. I do look around at the stuff. Like they have some pretty cool stuff, but like, on my own, I would not go to Hobby Lobby. I don't, I still don't really like going, but I like my reason for taking her because she likes going. She likes specifically going with me out of all of my siblings. Why? I don't know, (laughs) but like, I've decided to do that. And so I don't exactly have to like going to Hobby Lobby, but I've decided that like, I'm going to do it. And if ever I decide, you know what, I'm not going to take you to Hobby Lobby, then I'm not going to do it. And that's okay. Yes, I love it. I love it. I think that's such a good analogy for everyone to think about. And I just in particular, appreciate what you shared about when you are there, you are not with a grump on your face, because you actually have taken the consideration, taken into consideration your reason for going that feels really great, even if your reason, you know, even if there's a reason to not go as well. Um, And so just share a little bit with everyone actually about why did you opt into the one-to-one time hacker coaching program? Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like going to be really vulnerable right now, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm like telling on myself. So I joined <laughs> time hackers. We are in what October of 2023. I joined time hackers in like May or June of 2022. And I did nothing (laughs) I joined (laughs) and that was it and I no I take that back I watched the introductory video I maybe attended like one coaching call but very like passively it was almost like it was background noise even though I really wanted to join I was just like I don't have the time to like go through this material and the modules are like not that long and so it was like this whole thing and so when I saw one I'm on coaching I was like okay like this is gonna help me get over the hump like let's just do this. Um, So I, again, I just decided like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I could totally do it on my own, but I'm not. So let's figure out, let's, I like to indulge my brain a little bit. So I'm like, okay, let's indulge my brain. If we're not going to do it on our own, we just assume that that's what's going to keep happening. What can I do to like ensure that I'm getting this like material and applying it to my life? Because that's why I joined in the first place. It wasn't just to like watch the modules, right? Um, and so, it's not like a Netflix. Yeah, totally. I mean, lovely voice, love hearing you talk, but you know, like <laughs> I want to apply these things. So um, I was like, okay, let's just do it. And yeah. I love that. And thank you for sharing that because I think that so often we can our unwillingness to be vulnerable can block us from getting additional help. Like I know for sure that there's people listening to this that are like, oh, I've already signed up to a coaching program or I'm already working with a coach or I've already done this. Or, and like, but I, are you using it? Are you doing it? Is it supporting you and meeting you where your support needs and wants are right now? And if not, like here's Anna giving you permission 
to get the support that's, that genuinely feels supportive and nourishing to you right now. Yeah, I, I, in what you're saying, I'm thinking about like, uh, my mom does this a lot. It's like, if you bought it, you have to use it. And it's like, why? If I don't like it, I'm going to throw it away. So we both have curly hair, right? It's an experiment. Mm -hmm. And like, if I buy something that I want to try out and I decide I hate it, then I'm going to throw it away. I don't care how much I spent on it. Like, it doesn't make sense to keep using it. And the same thing with like coaching. If I'm finding that the coaching that I'm in, what our program or like with a coach, if it's not a good fit, Like, I don't do just like a one and done, you know, I kind of give it some time, but if it's not a good fit, why, why force yourself to go through with that? Mm -hmm. It's actually funny. Now we're speaking about this. I have had a lot of people say to me, to my face, just when I met them, like, oh, I'm planning on once I finish this or once I've done this or what. And it's, it is this like huge narrative that we've inherited or been told, been taught that this like idea of finishing what you've started before mm-hmm. instead of thinking like, how is this going to facilitate me creating the results that I, like how do they work together? I think so often when it comes to self-help, even like yoga or meditation, like we can position all these things against each other or as reasons to not get additional support because I'm already doing one thing to support myself. And I love your approach to life really that is, I'll do what I want because I want to do it and then I'll figure out how to do it. And that sounds like that's also your approach to getting support. Yeah, totally. I don't think there has to be like one way to support. I think a lot of people like look for like the answer and I I don't really subscribe to that in anything. And so I'm like, let me just do all the things. (laughs) And because sometimes like, you know, your, your example of like yoga and meditation, like sometimes that's helpful and sometimes coaching is helpful and sometimes going for a run is helpful. And like, you don't always need the same thing all the time. And that really buys into this belief that we have of like one thing should be everything for us. And that's totally not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't subscribe to that. So I'm just like, okay, well, give me all the things that I will pick and choose at what point mm-hmm. do I want like this type of coaching or like, you know, this program, right? I am a member of many programs as a coach. I get coached by many people and I'm very keen on like, okay, this is the type of coaching that I need. This is where I'm going to go. And I have that support versus just relying on one person and one program for like all the things. Yes. Yes. And even like one of the things that I think has come up in the background of what we've been speaking about today is just like permission to evolve, permission to change, permission to not be, I think so often we become victims of like the decisions that we made a year ago or two years ago. And we're like, this was, you know, I see even with my partner, he's like, running is like really helps me like clear my head. And now we're living in Manchester in England where it's like rainy and gray. And it's like, I understand why you don't want to go running. Like, so if it's not running, what is it that's going to support you right now? Instead of like, I'm not going to run, but that's the thing. It's like, there's so many other things that could support you right now. If you don't want to go running outside in the rain, which I completely agree with and, and, you know, totally get, and also don't want it in a gym. Is it like, you just have to wait eight months until the rain stops? (laughs) Like, is that our option? I think that's what so many people are doing. It's like, I'm going to wait till I finish this, knowing that I'm not even going to look at this again. So all I'm doing is delaying the support that I'm craving. Totally. I love that point. And then how, like how, what's your experience been of getting coached by the Time Hacker Coaches? It's so lovely. 
I love them. <laughs> but more specifically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just like love to like get on there and just like talk to them. That would be fun too. I would totally pay for that. But <laughs> but in terms of coaching, it's really helpful because it it's really helpful to see like, how can I apply this to my life, right? Like I understand the concepts conceptually, which I think a lot of people understand things conceptually, but it's like, how do I apply this? And the application is where the change is. It's not just about understanding what is like said on the podcast or what is said in Time Hackers, right? Like it's about how are you applying this to your life? Um, and it's really just like created like faster results like I could just get on a call and be like, oh, here's another result that I'm getting. Like, because it's so much faster, right? The, I think in time hackers itself, like the, the group coaching calls are amazing and all of that. But like when you have a one-on-one coach, it's really like that targeted focus. You're focusing on one thing. And as humans, we have the tendency to jump all over the place. And so what a one-on-one coach is going to do is going to be like, okay, let's, let's reel it back. Let's get back to this thing that you're saying. And the the constraint of the time is so helpful because it's like, okay, we've got we've got like 20 minutes, like let's get to it. Um, so it's like really like these short sprints that is like super helpful. Yeah, I love that you mentioned the constraint of the time as a benefit. Um, because I always think to like when I started my coaching practice and I just did an hour because that's what everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Um and you know with that comes time filling and and if you know encourages inefficiency kind of like I think about the industries where you get paid by the hour like even lawyers I'm gonna say it (laughs) and I was having this debate with a lawyer recently around like it, it encourages inefficiency it's not to say that you are inefficient but it's to say that you are technically rewarded for the longer something takes you um and and I think like even the sessions themselves are teaching something to our brains. I've even seen it with our coaches as as learning to coach in the 20 minute sessions so powerfully. Like it is another way of breaking the brain away from this narrative that we have that something has to be an hour for it to be worthwhile. Totally, yeah. Like you can hear one sentence and be like, oh, like if anybody listening has ever gotten coached before, like it's not the whole session that's mind blowing. Like, sure, yeah. But like that moment, like the mind blowing moment where, where you're like, oh, it's because a question was asked, something was repeated to you that you just said, right? It's in that like one sentence, you don't need 50 minutes for that. Yes, yes, yes. And what would you say? So you spoke about for anyone that's got coached, and I think that's a really valuable experience for them to hear. What would you say to someone who's not been coached about the experience about the Time Hackers one-to-one coaching program, about the experience of being coached by our coaches? Yeah, oh, that's such a good question. Um, I'm like, beginner's mind. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. I think it's a really great place like to ask questions because I think as someone who's never been coached before, like that's mainly what you have is like questions. It's less about like, you have all the questions and it's almost like, you could get on a session and rapid fire all of your questions and get all of them answered. And that in and of itself would give you so many results of just like, I have all of these questions about all of these modules and, or, you know, like whatever, like I have all of these questions and 
the coach is there to like guide you. So you really don't even have to like show up with like, this is the plan for today. Like, that's not your job. Just like, I would say, just like show up with all of your issues and just like word vomit and they will help you. Um, I don't think that you necessarily need like anything just yeah as yourself and be I guess the I guess the one thing would be like be willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and like share what's actually going on you don't have to like clean things up for your coach yes that's a big point actually I do think so some people that come to the one-to-one program have never been coached before some people have and I do think and I think our coaches do a pretty good job of this um I do think it's a very unique conversation that we don't get to have ever in our lives because even like our family, our friends, everyone can love us, but they are like, I've got an opinion about this. Um, Or, you know, maybe you have a dynamic of not wanting to hurt their feelings. And this is like a neutral, um, non-judgmental, fully supportive, seeing you in your best self space. Um, It really is. I think that's, I'm so glad you said that because I think that's something so special about these conversations is um, you really don't have to show up to that conversation worried what the other person thinks or what they're repeating. Like it's kind of like a stranger who's supporting you. (laughs) That makes sense. Totally. Yeah. And I think we have like this tendency to like clean up the house before the maid gets there or like cutting our nails before we go to like get a manicure. And it's like, no, just show up. And it's actually more efficient if you just show up. It's more effective if you just show up. Right. Like this, this is for your most human self. This is for your humanity. This is for your vulnerability. This is for the things that make you like sometimes squirm or smile or whatever. And you're like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if I don't say this to you, I cannot say this to anyone else. And I think that's very powerful. Yeah, totally. Um, what is there anything else that you think people who are thinking about joining the one-to-one program should think about or be considering or anything that you think might stop them that you're like, have you considered this? Yeah, I think just like, if you're considering it, like, there's already a part of you that like wants to do it. And then, and anything after that is really just your brain being like, "Mm, are you sure? So it's like, if I think we have this tendency, especially as women, like to question, like, do I actually want this? And like, if it's coming up, you do want it. So like, give yourself permission to be like, no, actually, I do want this. And maybe you decide it's a not right now. And that's okay. But like, be honest with yourself. Like, no, I actually do want this. And if I do, then how am I going to figure out like how to get there if that needs to be, you know, something that's done, or I'm just going to go ahead and sign up right now because I want to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that you're right. I think so often there's like what we want and then there's checking in on other people, seeing, getting their opinions, getting their buy-in, checking the partner, the friends, parents, like wanting everyone else to approve instead of just like, what if your approval was enough? What if your desire was enough? What if your inkling inside of you to say yes was enough? And what would be different, not just in what you could achieve through this program, but in like your wider life and how you spent your time and how you showed up for yourself. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
And just to reiterate, Anna is going to be joining the Become a Time Hacking Coach program. And so maybe some of you listening to this will um, be working with her at some point if you decide you want to work with us or whatever. But I think that's really fun. In the meantime, why don't you tell people how they can stay connected with you and your work? Yeah, so I am on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. I will say I mainly play on Instagram, just a heads up. Um, I am the Instagram. Yes, definitely. Um, So I'm at Sex and Spanglish. Um, And yeah, come and hang out with me. We're talking about all about sex. (laughs) I think it's so funny even to close on that because it's like just giving that different layer of yes you have a full-time job you're doing your PhD you have your own business and just reminding people within that own business you even you're even like I'm on like you're on multiple things it's like what that really looks like is um just giving people like a behind the scenes of what that really entails so thank you for that and for everyone listening um get coached by a time happy coach it's really um designed to just be supportive of you and what you need and what you are craving and you are listening to this podcast or watching this video for a reason and that's because you have something bothering you around your time maybe it's that you know you can be using it better maybe that's because you feel pulled in a million different directions maybe because it's you don't know where to start or you don't know where to stop whatever it is our coaches um have like they are the experts in this. They all joined as time hackers first with their own time issues that you can read about when you sign up. You can see why they joined and what they've overcome using the tools in the program and decide to work with someone who you relate to or not, <laughs> whichever, um, and get the support that you want. So that like you can literally stop that nagging voice in your head that's complaining about not having enough time or having too much to do or not being where you want to be so we can shut that voice up so that you can have everything that you want in life just like Anna who's doing amazing things in the world <laughs> all right that's it from me I will leave the link to sign up in the show notes we'll leave the link to Anna's Instagram in the show notes you can connect with her and have a wonderful week bye thanks so much Anna okay. <laughs> Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated supported and coached of course you are a time hacker this is where you belong head to vickilouise.com forward slash group i can't wait to see you there